Hello and welcome to SAE Tomorrow Today, Unplugged. I'm your host, Grayson Brulte. Today's topic is, is Tesla creating the autonomy business model of the future? After all, Tesla created the electric vehicle industry. Are they creating the autonomous vehicle industry? Perhaps. We'll find out. Will the future of autonomy become licensing? That's the big question I've been thinking a lot about, and analysts on Wall Street are thinking about it as well. Eventually, will Tesla license their FSD stack to other companies interested in autonomous vehicles? Elon said so much in a tweet. He tweets a lot, but who knows? If he does, will Waymo file suit and license the Waymo driver to Jaguar Land Rover, now known as JLR? Perhaps. After all, GM's doing this now with Cruise. They're licensing the Cruise IP and their autonomous driving technology. That's a big chunk of the Cruise revenue today. Miss Mary Barr, chair and CEO of GM, she's out there publicly stating GM's working on a personally owned autonomous vehicle because they know there's consumer demand for it. Getting a lot of that technology from what Kyle and the team built a cruise. While there's demand for autonomous driving, autonomous driving technologies, not every company has the time or resources to develop a fully autonomous driving stack. But Tesla does. And they've got a few competitive advantages in there. Millions. Upon millions, upon millions of real-world driving miles, every day they're gathering miles. And they got the Dojo computer. That's going to become a competitive advantage for them in the in the future. The Dojo. You watch and see. You mark my words on that. No one else has the amount of real-world miles that Tesla has. No one has the machine learning capabilities that they have with the data set. Tesla does. A lot of companies have simulation miles, but nobody has the road miles that Tesla has. Road miles, they're not all created equal. You see things on the road that you don't see in simulation, but you're going to need a lot of road miles. Road miles will become pivotal, in my opinion, to solving SAE level four, because as I said, all miles, they're not created equal. While simulation plays a role in developing autonomous vehicles, it's not the same as real world data that Tesla's gathering. Tesla's gathering the real world data. You want to use the term the real world holy field. That's right, it's real. While some individuals might sit there and debate this assumption, and frankly, it's a really good debate. It's a healthy debate. And in this country, we should have more honest, open debates. At the end of the day, it's all going to come down to resources, financial resources. And Tesla has those financial resources. For fiscal year 2022, Tesla generated $81.4 billion in revenue. That's $81.4 billion in revenue for fiscal year 2022. As of Q1 2023, the company has $22.4 billion in cash, with only $5.57 billion in debt. Elon's running the company like Steve Jobs ran Apple. That's bad. That's evil. We don't want to go out of business. We almost learned that lesson once on the Apple side. Tesla almost learned that lesson as well. And then you've got Jerome Powell, chair of the Fed, raising interest rates. Well, we had a pause now. we got two more, possibly three more interest rate hike coming to get rid of this thing called inflation. That's, oh, by the way, it's not a trade story. It's sticky. Christine Lazard at the European Central Bank, she, she raised interest rates again. Signal, hey, come July, they're raising again. Because interest rates in the United States are currently at 5.25%. So I said, more interest rates are coming, probably another quarter point, two times. Okay, so we're at 5.75% interest. That's high. It's, something's going to break. The consumer's going to hurt. Inflation might come down. Hard landing, soft landing. Unsure. Spending's starting to slow down, though. That we don't, but there's inflation in travel. With the 5.25% interest rate, Tesla is poised to generate an additional $1.17 billion, an additional $1.17 billion in revenue over the t- next 12 months due to the interest rate environment. 
It's a healthy amount of additional revenue, which will further propel Tesla forward, further strengthen Tesla's balance sheet. Because Tesla is defining what the future mobility will look like by creating products that consumers love. That's why they have $22.4 billion in, in cash. That's why they sold 1.3 million vehicles in 2022, and they're further projected to sell 1.8 million vehicles in 2023. Best-selling vehicle right now? Yeah, it's a Tesla. The Tesla Model Y. Oh, and by the way, it's electric. Consumers love it. Go on Reddit. Go on Twitter, even though Elon owns it. There's loyalty to Tesla. You can call them Tesla fanboys if you want. They love it. Apple had the same thing. Graphic designers love their Macs. They call them Apple fanboys. Well, Apple made a great product that allowed them to do their job. Tesla's making a great product that are allowing millions of individuals to drive an electric vehicle, to experience the early, early stages of autonomy. The Teslas aren't full autonomous today. They're highly advanced level two systems. They work extremely well on the highway, but it's starting to usher in the future of autonomy. Consumers are getting to know, like, and trust autonomy. Is it full autonomy level four, what Waymo and Crew is doing? No, but the consumers are playing with it and they're adapting to it and they're seeing and they're becoming a part of where we're going in the future. And despite all the noise, it's healthy. Yeah, it's healthy. Consumers are buying the vehicles and they like the technology. While consumers are buying the vehicles and they like the technology, Wall Street's taking notice in a June 15th report from RBC Capital. Analysts upgraded Tesla from $212 a share to $305 a share over the next 12 months based on the potential for Tesla to generate a significant amount of revenue from their robo-taxi business. But what did Tesla do? They're getting consumers comfortable with autopilot, FSD, full self-driving, use any term you want to use it. They're getting them comfortable with it. They're laying the foundation for a robo-taxi business. How? The dojo computer and the real-world miles that they're generating. Tesla's doing it. RBC Capital believes that the Tesla's robo-taxi business could eventually make up 70%. I mean, 70% of Tesla's value in the future. And they say robo-taxis and autonomy is not a business? I beg to differ. RBC Capital begs to differ. Read another report from Bank of America. They beg to differ. Bloomberg Intelligence begs to differ. Bloomberg New Energy begs to differ. JP Morgan, they beg to differ. Autonomy is going to have a profound effect on our lives. It's going to change the way we move. It's going to change the way we have things delivered. And oh, by the way, autonomy is going to be profitable and it's going to mint, mint billionaires. It's going to mint businesses and it's going to be really, really well done. And one of those ways that this comp- that autonomy is going to generate significant amounts of money is licensing. In the RBC report, the analysts highlight the potential for licensing revenue and call Tesla's recent announcements with Ford and GM for the supercharging relationship. And I quote, the Trojan horse that will enable licensing in the future, end quote. And I quote, the Trojan horse that will enable software licensing in the future, end quote. That's right. Elon tweeted it. Public announcements and Elon, God bless leveraging your assets. Jim Farley goes on Twitter Spaces, announce it. Miss Mary Barr, she goes on Twitter Spaces and announces the deal. Tesla just, they rocked the world. They changed it. The Tesla charging standard, it's the standard. The old standard, nah, not for EVs, not so much. And then you have Miss Mary Barr out there. She, she She's giving statements saying, the old charging standard didn't work. It was broken all the time. How many times do you go on charger help or you go to a charge when they're broken? More than you think. How many times do you go to a Tesla charger and they're broken? A lot less than you think. Who drove that? The consumer. When Tesla for years ago, since 
2012 was building out the supercharger network. He had analysts on Wall Street. Oh, it's a, Elon's lost his mind, lost his marbles. He's out there. He's building, he's building, he's building. He's spending too much cash. He's a fraud, this and that. Guess what? Elon proved him wrong. You build it, they will come. Kevin Costner Field of Dreams. Mr. Costner built a baseball field. The players came. Mr. Musk, he built a charging network. And the industry came. Not only the industry came, the world came. And at some point, the Tesla standard for, for charging is probably going to become the worldwide standard. That's right. I believe at some point it's going to become the worldwide standard. Tesla's driving the industry forward. Tesla drove society to electric vehicles. And next, Tesla's going to drive society and the industry right to software licensing. The future of autonomy is going to be software licensing. Tesla could end up becoming the arm of autonomy. They develop the technology, they patent it, and they license it. That becomes a nice little business for them on top of their robo-taxi business and on top of selling their vehicles. Oh, and perhaps they open up the Dojo computer, make it their version of AWS. That becomes another revenue stream. What did Elon just do? He proved everybody wrong. He did it with rockets. You could never make a rocket take off and be reusable. He did it. Oh, and he goes, oh, by the way, I'll make it fully autonomous when it lands. SpaceX rockets work. They sent men to the International Space Station from U.S. soil. Private company did that. Not a government contractor. A, a private company did that. They say Twitter's going to fail. Guess what? He's two for two with SpaceX and Tesla. Starlink's taken off. That could go three for three. And let's make Twitter four for four. I wouldn't bet against Elon. When you, when you look at licensing, Waymo could do the same thing with their fully autonomous driving stack. In addition to their robo-taxi business and their trucking business. They could be like Tesla. They've got the balance sheet. They're sitting on over $119 billion of cash. Waymo could, as I said, they follow the same thing. They, they license it out. But perhaps with Waymo, there's a caveat since they don't own a car company like Tesla. Perhaps Waymo licenses it under the exclusivity for personally owned autonomous vehicles only. You can't, I'm sorry, developer, you can't develop a robotaxi to compete, you, but hi, OEM, you can use it to develop a personally owned autonomous vehicle. Miss Ruth Port, CFO of Alphabet, she'd probably like that. It's going to start generating a significant amount of revenue for Waymo, and perhaps Waymo becomes independent and Alphabet spins them out because they're standing on their own financially. It's going to allow Waymo just to focus on developing the best Waymo driver, the Waymo service, the Waymo Via service, and licensing. This is a long shot, but you never know. This is unplugged, so I got to go for it. GM could do the same, perhaps, with Cruz's autonomous driving stack. But will they? I, I doubt they will, because they're not going to want to accelerate the competitor's journey to autonomy. Unless, this is the big unless, unless Tesla starts licensing their tech to GM's competitors. If that happens, will GM follow suit? Who knows? But we do know one thing. It sure is heck going to be interesting and fun to watch how this all plays out. Is licensing the future of autonomy? Who knows? But let us know. We'd love to know your thoughts. Send us an email at podcast at SAE.org. That's podcast at SAE.org. Let us know your thoughts. Is licensing the future of autonomy? Will Tesla play a large role as RBC Capital is playing? Will, will Waymo eventually license their stack to JLR? Mr. John Kravchak, the former CEO of Waymo, he alluded to licensing years ago. Who knows? But we do know it's going to be interesting and fun to watch. Today is tomorrow. Tomorrow's today. And the future is licensing. 
If you've enjoyed this episode of SAE Unplugged, follow me on Twitter at G-B-R-U-L-T-E or send a note to podcast at SAE.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Love to know your feedback and your opinions. Today is tomorrow. Tomorrow's today. Thank you so much for listening. SAE International makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. The information and opinions are for general information only. SAE International does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast.